and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. It's your boy from Brooklyn, Chef Shannon Ambrosio. Just saying, listen to me. It's another Sunday. We're going to do this again one more time. And it's another Everything and Nothing podcast with your boy from Brooklyn, Shannon Ambrosio. Now, let's get this thing off the, uh, off the screen here for a minute. All right? Because I, I don't know how that happened, but uh, I'm going to find it. All right? So... Yo, you know how many buttons I have on here now? You have no idea. That's it. Overlay. Here we go. Ding, dang, doom. Oh, because that one is in sound effects. So that's sound effects with sound effects. Sound effects with... No. Now, you see, I'm drawing a blank. You see what's going on here now? The oldness is starting to set in already. Yo, what up, Thomas? How are you? Happy Sunday. You understand? That's what's happening, uh, Thomas. I got the uh, I got the old brain uh, working. So that's that's a sound effect. We got sound effects, and I got y'all have so many buttons in here now. It's crazy. So those are just that, and we gotta go back. <laughs> you know, bear with me for a second, folks. The old brain. Listen to me. You know, I say this all the time. This is so here. We're going to get right into this. Talk is cheap, right? So I'm always talking nonsense and I'm always doing all these crazy things on for the podcast, right? Uh, leave, leave the lamp. Oh, love the lamp. <laughs> leave the lamp loved. <laughs> hey, listen, Thomas, uh, now that I got you here, right? and it's basically just you and I right now. So I changed everything. So I got a new camera set up here. I love the bokeh. What do you think about, yo, it, yo, the lighting looks great. The bokeh, right? So all this is kind of blurred. You see the lines of the silhouette. No, it looks fantastic. I absolutely love the way the setup is. Uh, Mom got me this little um, little kind of weird lava. It's supposed to like a, a, a simulation of a lava lamp. But it has these fake jellyfish in it. And, it, you know, it's got LED lights. And it works a little bit different than a lava lamp, right? So the, how are you, Londa? How are you? So it works a little bit different. And um, this isn't this isn't overlay. I have overlay with sound. There you go. That's the one. So that's got to come down. <laughs> You'll listen to me. So mom got me this little uh, LED lamp, and uh, it's kind of cool because it has these fake jellyfish in there, and then on the bottom it has these uh, different color LEDs and LEDs, and you can get them to flash or go slow, and the colors change, and then the, there's a little motor with a fan. 
of you know zamoda has a fan that kind of it's like a, a pump for a fish tank if it makes sense to you right so it's as it's drawing in the water it's pushing it back out on the other side and that's what makes these little jellyfish move around like that it's kind of cool and then the thing changes colors and bing bang boom bing bong <laughs> that's what happened. then you got and that's how it is right so um did you know that did you know coffee that coffee can cool Yes. Did you know that? Let's turn the volume off on that. We just, I just alarmed myself. So, so that's what this is. Uh, Mom got this. You, of course, you don't see the whole lamp, but um, you could see most of it. And it's, it's kind of cool now because I like it now. Because now that, this, that everything is really uh, working well with the lights and the camera and the lens now with the nice bulk in the background, you know, it looks fantastic. It's, it, it's just good. Um, big shout out to my buddy Matt came and helped me uh set this set this up and i'm on here look i'm in here on my other channel which is the cooking and eating channel so make sure you go over to the links are in the description below here i'm gonna go right through it right away because today is just just kind of a hodgepodge we're doing a little potluck because the whole idea of what today's topic is talk is cheap so really talk is really cheap so it costs nothing for us to talk to each other at each other <laughs> Not about each other, so don't do that one right there. Try not to anyway, you know what I mean? Sometimes things get a little out of hand, you know? But tell, listen to everybody out there. Tell me, how do you like the new set? No, it looks fantastic. Like, I'm looking now, and I'm looking at the confidence monitor, right? So the lights are set up properly now. They're at the right temperature. They're at the right temperature, and they're at the right dim setting. They're at the right Kelvin, which is perfect, right? We changed the lens. We put a, We got a 2.8 on here now, which is fantastic. The bulk in the background is, I think, just absolutely lovely. The way it lights up the background and kind of just puts that little warm hue on me. No, I like it, right? We only got a little bit of shadow left just underneath here. But I think that's all right. I think that's kind of cool, you know. And I just love my mom got me the lamp. And at first it wasn't really working. But now it is. So, um but that's today's theme, and I please, I would love, again, this is my thing for everybody, everybody watching and anybody listening later on or even now is that this is about what I do here on Sundays is, is the most basic thing that I could possibly do or the most basic thing anybody can do or us as a community as a whole is basically talking to each other constantly, you know, communicating and building community and making sure that we're being vocal about the things that are important to us and talking about things openly to everybody and discussing things in, in you know, in kind of an orderly fashion without having, <laughs> like they say, too much red tape and too many other people involved, right? And again, you know me, you know who I'm exactly talking about, government control. So the idea is that, you know, if we're not talking amongst ourselves constantly, then basically we're, <laughs> we're not doing enough. We really aren't. Um, so... And again, you know me, so over there, you know, this is brought to you by the ENN Studios, the Everything and Nothing Studios. It's my studio that, we're, that I'm in right now. I'm doing the podcast. And again, you'll have to forgive me until I get kind of this monitor thing a little bit uh, more, until I become a little bit more familiar with the new confidence monitor, because it's a little bit more above the camera now. So every once in a while, I take a look up <laughs> to see if I'm still there. I know I am, because... <laughs> I can hear myself, but I'm not sure if I can see myself. So, so forgive me if you see me peering up every once in a while. I have to love it. And mom is on here. So mom, what do you think about the, uh, the lamp? And I'm also, when I look up over here is that, uh, I'm also looking at the comments cause I can read your comments now. 
on here. So which is absolutely what I love about this whole idea of us doing this together, right? It's that dialogue that we get to open up on a constant basis. And what am I always saying? Talk about everything. Talk about it a hundred times if you have, a million times if you have to. So I really like this. This opens up the dialogue that we can all come in here. Donnella's in here and Angela is here and Sandra's here and me is here. Uh, Thomas is here. So, and, and, and mom is here. Um, so these are the things that I really enjoy the most about this thing is opening the dialogue and us getting a chance to talk to each other openly, openly, as openly as we can, as, as much as YouTube will allow us, if that makes sense to you, right? Because there are things, right? They, you know, I started doing all these things about, you know, you know, uh, current events and talking about these things about government control and all that stuff. And, you know, it's funny, they're starting to play away, uh, play around with my YouTube channel out there, Miss, Mr. or Mrs. YouTube, whoever you are. Um, but that's okay for me. I, it doesn't matter to me because we all need to speak. And if this is a way to reach the masses and if this is a way for us to communicate together without actually being physically together, come on now. We need to be using this platform constantly on a constant basis. And that brings me to the other thing about let's, let's talk and talk as cheap is that I'm going to be making it my business to be coming on almost every day now. So I'd like to get something on here started where every day, you know, I'd like to be talking about what's happening, you know, current events, cultures, Cultures and values, things that, you know, that kind of mean something to us as a whole as community-based people. And I think I'm going to start doing that a lot more because, you know, let's talk about it. <laughs> I mean, that's what the Everything and Nothing podcast is about. Us opening dialogue and discussions about everything and nothing. Simultaneously, if we can. <laughs> <clears throat> I hope that makes sense. But again, here, let's go through this, right? So look, you know I have the two other channels. Uh, cooking and eating and building and fixing. So the links for those channels are in the description below. So go over there and um, subscribe. You know, I mean, that's, you know, that's the least, I guess, that would help be the most helpful is that you guys subscribe. And, right, I really love the fact that when I get questions and comments, any of them, any kind, uh, let's stay on topic though, you know, don't go asking <laughs> crazy, ridiculous questions. Um, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Um, Sailor just showed up. How are you, Sailor? So please, any questions, any comments, um, open the dialogue, not just for me. You don't necessarily have to direct all your comments or questions to me. Please feel free <laughs> to talk amongst yourselves. That's, that's another way we can open up dialogue. If we start talking about it collectively, just and it starts here on the Everything and Nothing podcast, and we are openly discussing things amongst just the people that are in here now, and if you guys open up dialogue amongst each, each other, and then those conversations, they grow outside of this platform. Believe me, they do. They become enormous. So any questions and comments, please just leave them down uh, in the comments and questions below. That's really, really good right there. Subscribe to my channel. It really helps. Um, you know, just make sure you subscribe. It's it's nice if you're watching too and you don't subscribe or whatever the case may be. I appreciate that too. But please subscribe to my uh, channel. It really does help. Okay? That's what's up right there. Now, you know how this goes. We're going to go back again. We're going to go back into here. Uh, back one more. <laughs> I have all these new buttons and everything. And what's funny is that I become extremely organized. So then what happens is they... Um, these are the ones with sound. So make sure if you're subscribed and when you subscribe, get your bell rung. We know how I feel about that. You have to ring that bell. Let me tell you why, right? Not because it just makes a cool sound, but you have to ring the bell so you get notified when I put a new podcast up or I'm going live on the podcast. 
So those things help. They help the algorithm. They let everybody else know out there that you're interested in whatever the content is here. So that really does help. So if you can, do that over there. <laughs> and if you really like the content, would you give two? Which I would, this guy right here would, right? If you do this, you get this guy right here to be happy about that. So throw a thumbs up if you really like the content on here. We laugh about this, so, but it's funny, right? So make it funny right there, all right? And whatever you do, you know the goat's going to come out some point today. So let's, you know, let's make sure that doesn't happen to you. <laughs> Don't get the goat, you heard? Uh, but that's the truth. All right, I appreciate that. And, you know, all my social media links, they're down in the description. Please follow me on my social media. I put up little snippets about uh, the podcast, and I put up, like, talking points that I do on the podcast on my social media platforms. So if you want to just see little clips, and it's really cool, if you want to get a little insight, if you missed the podcast and you'd like to see what the, po next, what the podcast that I just did was, go over to my social media uh, down there in the description, you know, follow me on those, and I put up the little uh, the little snippets over there. It's pretty cool. And if you like, you know, over here on this side right here is the audio platforms where I also have my podcast. So you can listen to me on Spotify. Like I said, you throw me on in the car. I'm good for a couple exits. We'll hang out. We'll talk. We'll, I'll get you thinking. You'll drive in the car. You'll get annoyed at my voice and maybe three, four exits. I'm good. All right. So let's try that one over there if, if you're digging that, right? So... Yeah, the links are in the description below. And share this with anybody you figure might need to hear me um, talk about everything and nothing. I mean, you know, I don't have to just talk to you. <laughs> I can talk to other people, you know, if you share it out with them right there. If you share it with them, I can talk to them too. And then you can give your ears a rest. How great is that? How great is it the fact that you could share this with somebody right there? And then you can tell him, listen, I listened to the first half of his nonsense. You listen to the second half of his nonsense. And then we'll collectively come together with a thought and a gesture for him. <laughs> so that's a great way to do it. Because if you share it with somebody, then you get to, you know, sharing all the delight, the fulfillness that I put on here, the Everything and Nothing podcast, right? <laughs> I'm trying to read the comments. I'm trying to read the comments. And I'm also doing... A scan at the same time to make sure there's not nobody's being facetious. <laughs> Man, Lamp has gummy bear. <laughs> oh wow, that's pretty cool. But yo, is at first I didn't, I really didn't think. I was like, oh, look at this little thing that mom got, and it's like maybe it don't really work that well. But it's actually working now. It's like it's in, it's much better than when I first started it. When I was first starting the poor jellyfish, they just floated to the top, and I was like, oh. I got dead jellyfish. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay, dead jellyfish is what it's happening. But then all of a sudden, look, it's starting to do all the moving and the jellyfish are floating around and the colors are changing. And it's kind of cool. I'm digging it. I just, I think it's really cool, little thoughtful thing, right? Because my mom knows I like all this crazy stuff, right? It's funny. Um, so she picked it up for me and she was like, you know, you, I was, anyway, so you don't know. Let's go back two steps because, again, I'm ahead of everybody else here, right? Because I was there. Were you there? I was there. Um, but mom's been home, so I go on the weekends. I do a little, I have a little to-do list over there. Mom gives me a couple of things to do, and then and then we sit, and I make breakfast, and we talk, and we laugh, and it's fun. Um, 
so she's like, I got you something. I'm like, at first I'm thinking like Ferrari, Maserati. <laughs> oh, when somebody starts something like that, don't you always think it's like, oh my God, I can only imagine. What the hell? Wait a minute. What's and then mom brings out, she's like, I got you the coolest lamp. It turns colors. It's got television. And I'm like, just as good as a Ferrari. <laughs> just as good as just as good as that. Just as good right there. Um, that's funny, right? Uh that's really good. Thank you very much. And Donella's with us. How are you, Donella? But anyway, let me get into this idea of what I'm talking about. And I wanna I wanna read something real quick. Let me turn this on. And no, I'm not sharing this one with you because I didn't download it and stick it into the software. So I just kind of was reading some of this for myself. Um, so here's my understanding, right? So the idea, so we have this idea of what we think about talk is cheap, right? So talk is cheap can mean so many different things. And, it mean, and, it, and the connotation at which you send it and, which, and, the, and the way you receive it can be you know so misconstrued in both uh, every way shape and form right there um <laughs> to see your breakfast uh i have to get yes no ma <laughs> i have to explain this to mom hold on everybody work with me here for one minute all right all right let's do this real quick mom when we do the live feed on tiktok um it doesn't save it like it does here right so youtube when i do my live stream on my podcast like i'm doing now YouTube saves it and then you, anybody can watch it later on and, and whenever they want, but not on TikTok. On TikTok, mom, when we do a live, that's it. Once I go off the live, you can't see it anymore. It's finished. They, they put it up in day cloud and then they use it and cut it up and send it to other countries for money. <laughs> no, psychopaths. Um, but that's what they do with our information. Um, they steal it and then they sell it to people. Um, but that's how the TikTok works, Ma. So we can't watch, you can't watch the live that we did this morning when I cooked breakfast for you. <laughs> Only the people that watched it still have it in their memory. <laughs> their personal memory, not the phone memory. <laughs> but that's how that works, Ma. Sorry. All right. So back at the question at hand, right? So the idea of what we think about talk is cheap, right? Because me personally, I think, I think talking is, I, my, that phrase talk is cheap means something way different to me than what it actually, where it started, right? So to me, when somebody says to me, oh, talk is cheap, right? We have two, there's two ideas of what we think about, right? One is, uh, you know, you're talking nonsense, you, you know, put your money where your mouth is, in other words. But also to me, talk is cheap means, talk is cheap. So if talking is the cheapest thing that you could possibly do to get a message across, then you better speak as much as you can. And as frequently as you can. So your messages get heard, right? It goes back to the old adage, how I feel is that the squeaky wheel gets what? It gets the Earl. <laughs> In case you're not sure. That's with the Brooklyn accent, the whole nine yards. Oil. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. And that, to me, means a lot, right? Because when we think about what, what's going on constantly, on a constant basis, between how we feel about government control, how we feel about... Uh, hierarchy, how we feel about uh, how they put us in different classes and societies and all like that, right? Talk, we need to be talking about these things constantly. And I think the idea that we don't is that I think everybody feels that their voice isn't worth anything, right? And that's why I say talk is cheap means something different to me because I think a lot of people have this, this thought in the back of their mind that they're, what they're saying isn't worth most people listening to it and i say that's nonsense not a pun in the term sense never mind 
My brain works differently. So the idea is that I don't think that it's, I don't think it's nonsense. I think that everybody really needs to be voicing themselves and the way they feel about things constantly so that, so that we get a clear and, and, and concise understanding of what we want collectively or what you want as an individual for certain things and about certain things. So when I say talk is cheap, I mean you should be talking. You should be because it's the cheapest form of, form of communication. It's and, and it's how everything is done. You cannot do anything without talking about it. You cannot do anything without thinking about it. You can't do anything without coming up with an idea of a thought that starts somewhere. So until you talk and speak it, most of the time where that terminology talk is cheap is that if you're only thinking it constantly and you're never speaking it or you're never doing it and action to plan, then yes, your talk is cheap <laughs> in, the, in the double entendre of the meaning. So I always say, if you're going to talk about it, then talk about it and talk about it collectively. Come up with solutions for problems and issues and things that are happening. Don't wait for your governments. Don't wait for your bosses or, you know, other people that you think are smarter than you to make those, you know, decisions and, and have and, and everybody else is smarter. So they're discussing and deciding when in actuality, we again, I'm going to go back to this. We the people need to be talking about this constantly, what it is that we want in our communities. What is it that we'd like to see change? These are the things that we need to be talking about on a constant basis. So when I say talk is cheap, I say, yes, talk is cheap. And you better talk as much as you possibly can. And that's why, <laughs> that's why all of these certain things happen all the time. <laughs> that's why. It's My God, are you still talking? Yes, I am. I am still talking. <laughs> oh my God, who the hell cares? I care. That's the difference. The difference is for me is that there's so many things going through my mind at one time about how I feel about issues and things and, you know, current events and how wars and, and how we and money and taxes. I'm always thinking about these things. And that's why I have to be speaking them aloud. Speaking them aloud for all of us gives us this idea if you hear it and somebody else hears it what the possibilities could be for things to change. So talk, <laughs> talk more, don't talk less. I know we have a lot of these weird sayings and cliches about talking and doing the two different things. And I agree. I agree with those, right? There has to be a plan to action at some point, sometime. But if the discussion doesn't start, even if the thought is in your head, you need to release that. You need to hear it for yourself and you need to speak it. So if, if it makes sense to somebody, it'll make sense to a lot of people eventually, right? Because that's what thoughts are. Thoughts are provoking. And until they're spoken, how can, you can't provoke anything. You can't start anything. You can't even finish something. So you have to be doing these things. I, I really... I really do think it's important that we talk as much as we possibly can to open up dialogue. And we have to be doing that constantly on, 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 see, and here's the other part of it, right? Not just on the grand scale, because we always think that, right? My voice is only one voice and who's going to hear me? And I say, well, now with this technology and everything we have here, how could somebody else not hear you, right? 
in the old, you know, back in time or whatever it was, you know, we didn't have these, uh, this technology and you couldn't reach large numbers of people around this entire planet at one time, but now we have this ability. But even before we had this ability, these things still happen. They catch on. People recognize good thoughts, talking about things, and things that things always need to be spoken about and then planned for action, right? So us as the people, we have to be speaking it to each other much more than we really are. I think collectively, on the small scale, and that's what I was getting to, starting on the idea of the smaller scale, right? So if you live in a town or you live in an area, whatever it may be, there's got to be community centers. There has to be uh, places that we can get all these things started on such a small level, and we start talking about it on a small level. Then it influences the rest of the communities. And once it starts to influence the rest of the communities, then we get to reach out and reach more people about this and not allowing just the people that are talking <laughs> behind closed door here's here we go again your boy from brooklyn is just letting you know is that if we're not talking about it they're talking about it governments are talking about it leaders are talking about it and they're talking about it amongst themselves and they're going to make those decisions for everybody unless we talk about it so if we're not talking about it amongst ourselves if we keep closing our front doors when we come home and just thinking that let the next guy handle it and we don't talk about it, it's never going to go where it needs to go. The thoughts are going to stay in your head and the voices are going to stay really, really subdued because then nobody feels confident enough to do these things, you know? So like even if we just take these things on a small level and we start you know, being proactive for our communities and each other, these things that are happening outside that we're watching now, like wars in the Ukraine and, you know, China taking over other parts, like everything is happening out there. And we're not speaking about this. And even right here in this country, we're not talking about the things that are happening now. We're letting these big governments and we're letting them talk about it. And then we, at the end, want to be mad about all of it. And I say, no, if we stop for a second and we start collecting our thoughts and talking, <laughs> because talking is the cheapest form that we have. So we should be doing these things, right? <laughs> Comes out hilarious. But that's, that's my thought about talk is cheap, right? So let me get back to this because, you know, I, I, do a, I like to do a lot of research and I like to think about things and then collect, <laughs> talk to other people and read other things and thoughts from people is to understand why we come up with these things and why we do the things we do, right? The complacency of not talking about it because it becomes, I don't know, it becomes taboo after a while. It's almost like you just, you just, it's just that's status quo and we don't want to talk about it so we just kind of leave it we leave it on the side right for the next guy to talk and then when somebody comes up with this idea and you're like oh i was thinking the same thing i'm like well shoot if you were thinking the same thing you got to talk about it you have to talk to somebody you know and like i said if this is your platform and these are the ways you want to reach people then you should do this then you should get out there on your own stick the camera in front of your face or the microphone in front of your face and start getting these the messages out there and that's what i'm saying it doesn't have to be done in such a grand scale um even if everybody just starts talking about it even if you're just posting something and it just goes up real quick and it's two seconds or 15 seconds of what your thought was about something that was happening recently and you just thought about it and you set it out there and then all of a sudden there's one piece one person and then two people and three people like oh i think the same thing and oh and then the conversation's open and before you know it look at this we're creating that community base of ideas and thoughts and collectively coming up with solutions to problems it just works better 
you know, rather than relinquishing all this idea that somebody else should be doing the thinking, somebody else should be doing the talking for us, right? Because then at the end, we complain about whatever the decision is that, that becomes that we don't agree with. But we didn't say anything ahead of time. So we got to come up with that idea of how we start to get back to this idea of the community and the communities talking about things that are happening that affect you directly, right? Never mind the idea of the grand scale of their thought process because they're trying to take over the entire nation and the planet and they're trying to think about everybody collectively as everybody the same. Like I said, we all have social security numbers. They think of us as robots. So we really don't, there's no face to the number. But if we, we come together collectively as communities and start talking about things again, then we don't need people to make decisions for us anymore. We can make the decision. We could take back the decision-making for ourselves if we talk about it. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does. <laughs> so here's, here's the idea of something, right? Because <laughs> when you think about the origin, right? So basically the, the earliest times that we've heard about that, that term, talk is cheap, the earliest that we've heard these ideas of what that meaning is, you know, it's not what almost really not entirely of what we think about, you know, like stop talking, stop talking smack all the time and do something about it. You know, that's really our way to do it. Right. So 1896 L.A. Times talk is cheap, but it takes money to buy a farm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the idea. Many, you know, all these things, it, it, it's just a funny way of us thinking about it that. It, you know, you can talk about something as, as long as you want, but until you put a plan to action, it's kind of just, you know, talk, like they say, talk is cheap. So it's, it's funny that all those things, they make sense, right? Here. But here's the oldest, the oldest, like I said, uh, May, July 23rd, 1896 in the LA Times. It is that talk is cheap. It was in the paper, right? So it's the first time we've seen it where the context made sense to us, right? And is that talk is cheap, but that it takes votes to elect a president. That is exactly where this terminology originated from. So when we think about the history and how we are and how we think about things, it's so important that we empower ourselves with this thought process. We have to gain this thought process back is that it's our thinking and our talking about things is that is what moves nations is what moves cultures. It's what moves traditions and it's us talking about it us because talk is the cheapest form of communication, right? Because even if you had to write something on paper nowadays, your paper costs money, your pen costs money, your pencil costs money. But using your voice and expressing about how, how you feel about things and how we feel about things collectively, okay? Collectively is the idea. That is the way things happen. Like they say, that's how we as the people move mountains. Literally, we could move mountains together <laughs> if talk was it was more abundant if we gave it away as free as we did our opinions <laughs> how about that one right there right it's it's just truth right it's the idea well whatever truth you have um and i'm not getting into semantics with this one right about the whole idea of this movement and everybody you should be telling everybody how to address you and whether you got a plus sign a minus sign i don't care if you identify as the formerly known as prince person i don't know i don't really care it doesn't make a difference to me what you want to identify that's your business um but the idea of talking about it constantly to me is just jib it's jibber jabber 
And then what happens is it, it just becomes talk. It has to be part of the plan. The talking about things has to be the beginning of the end result for something. It can't just continue that way, right? So that's the, the nittiest of the grittiest of where that term came from, right? The first expression of what it really meant is that talk is cheap. Votes and the idea collectively, us doing what we're supposed to be doing as community basis and to, to move the right people in certain positions that help us as the, as the whole, as a human race, just in general, right? These are the people we, we should be thinking about and, and talking to. And it needs to start on a smaller scale than we think, you know, by, like I said, getting the communities involved and talking about things that affect you directly. And then how those things affect you directly are the way those things will move out into the rest of the place, wherever they need to go, right? So collectively, if your community decides on one thing, then that's what it is. It doesn't have to be what everybody else is doing has to be collectively what's best for you and your community and your area, right? Doesn't necessarily have to be the greatest thing for everybody else, but that's how it should work. We should open up these conversations collectively on a smaller scale so we have the understanding that we are being heard, that our voices do mean something, that when we do talk, it's not always just considered cheap in the, in the other way, in the derogatory term. If that makes sense to you, I hope so. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the truth right there. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. Um, but really, that's, that's, it's very important for me that I think that we get an opportunity to talk about certain things, um, to ourselves first, right? To see if it really makes that much sense. And then moving on, right? And how you decide what, to, what, talking, what talking points are very necessary, I think, as, uh, uh, as a community idea of what things, as we the people think about them, right? Because you don't want to go spewing out some craziness, right? Because that doesn't make sense for everybody. But the idea of, excuse me, but the idea of thinking about it as, as a community or as, as a, a, a part of all the, uh, right, a sum of all the parts. You know, you, that's the way it is, or part of, of the sum of things. It depends on how you twist it. But the idea is that if, if we all think about it in that way, is that if we, if we think about the, the issues and the things we'd like to see changed or the things we'd like to see different, if we start talking about it on a smaller level and let that stuff kind of get out there organically, that's how it should happen. Right. And then the idea of talking to the, you know, talking to the people that represent us in a way that they understand, too, is that they're a representation of us. So the things that we say should be the same things that they're saying. And if they're not saying those same things behind closed doors, then those aren't the right people for us. <laughs> we have to have somebody else do the talking. If you kind of understand what I mean. To me, that just makes the, the, the most sense, I think, for us as a. Uh, as, as the humankind, right, not just the idea of the United States, I think just humankind, right? So recently, right, it's been all over the news or whatever, and here's me, you know, I'm getting into my, my whole uh, ideas of why I think the way I think is that, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh, President over there, Mr. Joe Biden, <laughs> has, 
been spewing out about this world order and it's been heard a few times. And um, I don't know how I feel about that at this point right now, right? But I could tell you the one thing that I feel is that no, I think us as just citizens as a whole, I think we're kind of either really, when, no, when those words are said, we're kind of not sure how to take it. But I'll tell you right now, my opinion of that is that we will be expecting some drastic changes, not just here, but I think globally. And I don't think every, I don't think anybody at this point, us as citizens, we're kind of trying to get over the last uh, couple of catastrophes that have been happening. And we're not thinking about these things, I think, as community bases anymore. We're just kind of thinking of it as, uh, well, I got to just keep my head, my head down and my, you know, and just keep moving forward. And I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> but in the, in the same token, if we don't start talking about our feelings about things being said like that, that is a, that's a big one. That's a big one. When somebody says, you know, what, what, that there's wars going on now <laughs> in, you know, the West and, and Europe and all these places. And here we're talking about world orders and they're at war with other people. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know, some kind of division is starting to happen. I'm not sure, but it looks that way to me. And nobody seems to be talking about it in that way. I think, you know, the fact that it was even mentioned a few times in speeches out loud to the rest of the people here in this country, and it can be seen and heard all over the place now, is that, you know, there's a new world order coming. And when you hear more than one person starting to say that's in, that holds political offices, you, uh, to me, you get a little worried. And I think, <laughs> I haven't really any, heard anybody say anything about it, except for the other, the other people who are... <laughs> using their voices on this platform. So I listen to all these people like Russell Brand and Jordan Peterson and all these people. And I'm listening to them and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I wasn't the only one who heard it, right? And that how all these other things that are happening is these little smoke and mirror shows that they keep showing us, you know, to keep us distracted from these things. But I think that the idea that um, talk is cheap, I take it in, I take it, I take that phrase in a responsible reaction to that your what we what we think should be spoken that's number one and that it is truly the cheapest form of us expressing how we feel about things that are happening currently whether it's as small as your community or as large as this entire country um and then as big as the planet so that's how I think about those things. So if you're not, if we're not talking on the smaller scale, which is just us, you and I, us and maybe even just the few of us that are here, you know, just this few 10, 12 people that are hanging out with me on Sundays, you know, listen to the podcast. Um, if we're not talking about these things on a constant basis between each other, even just us, you know, having conversations, um, I think we're going to lose our voices eventually. Eventually we'll just all be shushed. <laughs> They'll just shush us all, and then nobody will be able to say anything, right? That's what happens after a while. It's kind of like the thing of uh, <laughs> when you're a kid, you're like, oh, my God, if I had all the ice cream I could eat, my goodness, I would eat ice cream all the time. And then all of a sudden you become an adult, and you're like, you can eat ice cream all the time you want. You can eat as much ice cream as you possibly can consume, but you will make yourself sick. <laughs> so, you know, like... That's how I feel. Like we have to have this idea that we have to make sure that we're expressing ourselves in the correct way and that we're talking amongst each other, each other intelligently, not just ideas, not just not just always that I that thing that it's everything's a, a, 
a, a problem and everything is somebody else's fault and look what this one did and this president did this and that president did this and these people did that and those and i'm like yo what we do all we seem to do is be talking cheaply instead of expressing ourselves the most cheapest way we know how so in other words if all you want to do is talk about all the problems constantly and be pointing the fingers your talk is cheap but how much better would it be if you thought about your voice as the the most inexpensive way you can express how you feel about something by coming up with solutions to what's happening daily to me that's what talk is cheap is all about i don't know if that makes sense i hope it does hope it makes enough sense that we all think that we can talk to each other collectively and come up with some kind of idea of how we treat each other and think about each other. And as small as our communities, that's where it starts. It starts that small. It starts that small by us accepting everybody that's around us constantly just saying to ourselves, listen, <laughs> we're all here right now on this planet at this time. And if we can decide to all just get along and think about things and speak about them and come up with ideas as to what's good and what's bad for all of us on a small scale, I think, you know, the ripple effect can happen. I just truly do. My love for humanity <laughs> is my existence, my curiosity as to why we are and what we are and how we treat each other is important to me. So that's it, you know, and not good, not all good, not all bad, you know, some indifference. There are, you know, different feelings about different situations and the way they are for everybody, you know. But if we think about it, you know, as a whole and understand that as, as communities, if we break it down in that small little level that we can take care of each other, I think. And if we talk about that more, um, who knows? Who knows? Um, just like we can move to digital currency and bitcoin <laughs> i guess we can move to other ways to uh talk about things you know and come up with solutions for things maybe that's maybe that's a new maybe that's a new concept right it's the newest of all the oldest concepts and that is talk about it and i'm sure that us as human beings can come up with a really good idea of how we can all collectively get along at one time right isn't that wouldn't that be great if that we could just talk to each other and figure things out as 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 need be right rather than scaled wars you know like rather than pandemics <laughs> rather than things drastic things happening and people against people for no reason you know as to why it happened what the outcome is going to be right i mean come on because there's no re there's never been an, a good a good ending to any war or any conflict that's ever happened there's never a good ending for anybody just doesn't work that way and i just feel that if you can't look these leaders that are running these countries that are not talking to us about going to war with other people and doing bad things to other people for no apparent reason for whatever their agenda may be is a bad reason for any of us to be thinking about and another human being in that fashion but look if we talked about it amongst each other and collectively decided that thing like i was saying with the taxes and everything if collectively we decided right even companies i'm even going that high uh, us as, as citizens and people of the planet yes we should be deciding what happens to us and when and how and who who makes that decision for us we should be right so the idea of collectively if everybody just decided that one thing you know like hey come on tomorrow if everybody stopped going on 
this one social media platform, even this one, take this one, for example, you spent one day off it. If everybody did that, that was on the platform right now, my goodness, how much control we would have over what's happening right now at any level. It just would. Even if the company you work for decided to tell the government, listen, we decided we ain't giving you no more taxes for our employees. We're going to give the money to them. Let them decide where they want to spend it. How great would that be? Wouldn't that be a great talking point for us? How about that one? How wonderful would that be us collectively as, as people who decided that, you know what, Mr. Government, from now on, and the boss of your company, large or small, whatever it is, said, you know what, <laughs> we thought because the people who worked for that money should get the money, we decided to give it to them and then let them decide if they want to give any to you. I mean, that's a great way to think about it in the simplest form. Even if we just started there, even if companies just started there, if you think about it, right? <clears throat> and even, like I said, even this platform right here, if we decided there was, you know, 2 billion or whatever, uh, 100 million people, uh, you know, putting videos up on here, if all of us collectively decided, hey, you know what, tomorrow, nobody, we're taking all our videos down and tomorrow everything's going to stop. And then you have to decide how you want to treat us from this point going forward, since we help run your business and we keep your business afloat and make you a lot of money. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just basic, it's basic human decency at some point, right? It's just basic human decency, right? If you live in a place, you should be happy where you are and you should be, you should be free from the idea that somebody can take something from you for no reason, right? But if we talked about it, what if we talked about it? What if we talked about these things collectively as individuals and we came together maybe? My goodness, that's how this all started. That's how it all started in this country 250 years ago. A bunch of people thought that collectively we could decide what we could do for ourselves so we can break away from other people and then make those decisions. But it seems like we've lost that path because we don't talk about it anymore. That's what I said, talk is cheap. Talk is the cheapest form that we have. It just is. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> How about that one? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, oh hell no! That's how I feel about that, right? So we know it's the truth. Um, it's, it's, it is truly the truth. So you know, right, what's going to happen, right? <coughs> who's getting the goat today? You know who's getting the goat today? Let me tell you who's getting the goat. We're all getting the goat today. We're all getting the goat today because talk is cheap. Talk is the cheapest way and the cheapest form we can get to one another at any given time. And it's the one thing that they haven't found a way to take away from us yet. That's the truth. It truly is the one thing that they haven't found a way to take away from us yet. Because we still have here, here in this country, right? Not everywhere. We still have freedom of speech. We still have it. It's still there. Still there for the most part. Right above us over there in North America and Canada, they take that away. It's built, they're starting to pass that bill. It's going to pass. It's on the third reading right now, and I'm afraid, and I'm scared. <laughs> Once they take away our freedom of speech, folks, I'm sorry. It's only a matter of time. You're not going to be able to, it's going to be very difficult to express yourself in any way, shape, or form, and talking is the cheapest way to do it right now. It just is, right? So if they take that away, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Then talk really will be cheap. Nobody will be spending that. <laughs> you won't get a nickel. You won't, like they said, right? Uh, 
uh, put your two cents in or a penny for your thoughts, my goodness, you won't even, it won't be worth nothing. Your thoughts and your, and your speech and the way you feel about things and freedom of speech, it, it won't be, it'll be worth zero. It won't be cheap anymore. It'll cost you everything. It will. It will cost you everything. That's the truth. Now, you know, that's just my thoughts. <laughs> and the jellyfish. <laughs> and the jellyfish. So, you know, that's the way it is. Uh, I, I, I was in platform um, cranks. Cranks, four cranks, right. So don't let them get you, folks, because they will. <laughs> That's the truth. So listen, thanks for hanging out with me. It's Sunday. It's the Everything and Nothing podcast. It's your boy from Brooklyn, Chef Shannon Ambrosio. You know my message, and that's every day is a good day. And if you give a smile, you're going to get a smile. Give a bunch of them smiles out there, folks. We all need them. And listen to me. Talk is cheap.